0: Hey, family, it's Pastor Travis, and I am so excited about this week's message. Listen, you need to turn up your phone, your car, however you're listening, because it's about to go down. I pray today you are inspired and that your faith is increased. If you want to partner with the awesome vision of Forward City Church, go now to forwardcity.tv slash give to get involved. Hey, I love you. Remember, your past is gone. Your future is waiting. So prepare to move forward. 15. You got it? Bible says, verse 1, I am the true vine. Can't just read the Bible. I read the Bible. Jesus is speaking here. It's in red. You might want to pay attention. He said, I'm the true one. I'm the true vine. My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. or Every branch does bear fruit he prunes out so that it would be even more fruitful you're already clean because of the word spoken to you remain in me as i also remain in you here's why no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me again i am the vine you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. He's like, he's, he's drilling this in. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish. And it will be done for you. Whew. What this means, ladies and gentlemen that if you stay with him, you'll know what to ask for. And it'll be done. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Hey, um, before I give you the, the, the title of this message, I also want to uh, just shout out, I got some dear friends here, Latrice and Patrick Diggs are in the building. Uh, just clap for them and I'll tell you who they are. They're in the back. But... um. <clears throat> Uh, about a week ago or so, I was talking about, I think it was on New Year's, I was talking about uh, my mother's uh, bishop who, who passed in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, uh, but his granddaughter is Latrice, and so she's a phenomenal worship leader, and Patrick is a phenomenal musician. They took this Sunday off uh, from serving so they can be here with us today, and so we just honor them. I'm so excited that y'all are here, man. Before we came to church, I took them to Two Notch so they could see what God is doing, and I let the kids play on the largest indoor playground in the region. Don't hate. I'm going to read verse 2 one more time. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. I'm going to preach a message. Just give me a few minutes if you don't mind. It's called Cut Back for the Come Up. Cut Back. For the come up, Lord Jesus, breathe on your word. We're here for you. We love you. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You can take your seats. Cut back for the come up. Cut back for the come up. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It was nothing there. It was void. It was dark. But God was there. And the Bible says the spirit hovered over the waters. You got to recognize God was hanging out in an, empty, in, a, in, a, in an empty place. Excuse me. I need a smoothie. God was hanging out. in an empty and dark place. And he wasn't intimidated by the darkness or the emptiness because he is self-sufficient. Wherever there is a void, there is potential for him to fill. And so he's hanging out there, and then he began to speak. The first words he spoke was, let there be light. And then he started creating everything that we know as the universe and also as earth. And here is God. He does something in verse 27 that I want to bring your attention to in Genesis. So God created man in his own image. Watch this. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. All of this is happening at the beginning. One verse 28. Then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. God's first command to mankind was to be fruitful. He blessed them, and then he told them to be fruitful. And so here in John chapter 15, verse 4, he says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Watch this. He's telling us that fruitfulness only comes by connection to God. Now watch this verse in verse 8. I want you to get this. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Watch this. He desires us to bear more fruit. And this is not just fruit. This is fruit of the Spirit. This is love, joy, peace. Kindness, long-suffering, um, gentleness, this is faithfulness, and is self-control. But he's showing us that the proof of the Spirit is the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is the proof of the Spirit. I know that he's in you by what comes out of you. I don't know your spirit filled just because you can speak in tongues. I know your spirit filled if the fruit of the Spirit cannot contain itself on the inside of you. Come on here. And he's saying, by this I know that you are my disciples. I know that he's in me if he flows through me. Now here's what you got to catch in Genesis. His first instruction to man wasn't just to be fruitful. It was to be fruitful and multiply. Multiply. And God could give us this instruction. Why? Because he made us in his image. And because God is a multiplier. Say that with me. God is a multiplier. I didn't hear this side. God is a multiplier. This means he can show up to Rebecca, who womb couldn't carry one, and give her twins. Because God is a multiplier. 70 of Joseph's relatives came marching into Egypt, but 2 million came marching out. Because God is a multiplier. The widow told Elijah, I'm going to bake this cake for me and my son, and we're going to die. He said, feed me first, and she was never hungry again. Because God. Is a multiplier. Hezekiah was about to die, but he prayed, and God extended his life because God is a multiplier. Jesus took two fish and five loaves of bread, a kid's meal from Captain D's, and fed five thousand because God. Is a multiplier. Come on, talk to me. Peter fished all night and couldn't catch anything, but Jesus got on the boat and he had too much fish to contain himself because God is a multiplier. Forward City had little to no money, but we announced that we were buying the old Best Buy and God gave us two million in six months because God is a multiplier. He's a multiplier. That means when he steps in it, multiplication happens. That means when he shows up, lack becomes plenty. Come on, holler at your boy. He is El Shaddai. He is more than enough. Little is a lot in the hands of the multiplier. God is a God of more. He's a God of growth. He's a God of excess. He's a God of abundance. He is a God of overflow. When he touches things, his motive is multiplication. The only problem is that our mine really enjoy comprehending addition and not multiplication. See, addition is basic math. We're teaching our boys addition right now. Most of us can do addition, either if you went to school or not. You know if one dollar and another dollar mean two dollars. We get addition, but multiplication is next level. And if this year is the year of bigger... I have to understand that the quickest way to more is by multiplication. But God's route, Maddie, to multiplication is where the tension is. John 15, you can't just read the Bible. You got to read the Bible. John 15 gives us heaven's formula. I'm going to read verse 2 one more time. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So that it will be even more fruitful. Uh-oh. This means that God takes away to multiply. He takes away to multiply. Why are you bothering that? Because he takes away. To multiply. Why did he give me a pink slip? Because he takes away. To multiply. Why did he break up with me? Because he takes away. To multiply. See, see, many of us enjoy lives that are calculated. We like to control circumstances that we can understand. Right? We like budgets and projections. We like cause and effect. If I do this, then I get this. Uh And although God is a God of promises and principles, he's a God of systems and and strategies, he's also unexplainably and unapologetically sovereign. Meaning that God, when he feels like it, has the right and the willpower and the audacity to do what he wants to, how he wants to, where he wants to, with whom he wants to, and when he wants to, because he is sovereign. That means that our God lives outside of time. So he is not bound or confined to a calendar, come on here, or a clock. He is not governed by the laws of our land. He cannot be bound by earthly conditions because he sits above him. Everything is beneath him. The circumstances of man he is not bound by, yet as high priest he is concerned with them. And here is his concern being illuminated in this passage. I need you to see this. The loving father is being presented to us as a gardener. A gardener. A gardener who cares enough to cut. A gardener who cares enough to cut. How many of y'all do your own yard work? Don't lie. Good, about, about five. Okay. <laughs> I don't do my own, own yard work because when I try to help, pinkies get lost. However, we hire people and, and I never want someone to come to work on my yard that does not love lawn care. I need you to be obsessed. I want you to know what every flower is by name. I want you to be able to identify poison ivy from a mile away, I, all of that stuff. And you cannot come work on my yard with fresh, white Air Force Ones on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You're in the wrong yard. Don't come to my yard clean. What a tie on? Where you going? I need you to have just left another yard and be on your way to it. Come on here. That's like me going to Waffle House and you got on a chef uniform. No, 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 no. I need the inspection rate to be as low as possible. If I go there, I want dirty food. If you come to work on my yard, I need to know that you know what you're doing. And I know you know what you're doing. Come on here. <laughs> By how you show up. And here's God. The Father. He shows up. As a caring gardener, he comes, ladies and gentlemen, to examine, and he shows up with tools in his hand. Woo! He comes with tools in his hand, and here's what he's gonna do. This is scripture, verse two. That's why I read it a few times. I'm gonna keep reading it so it can get up in your system. Either the Bible says he cuts off, or he cuts back. Here's his guarantee. Either he's going to cut you, or he's going to cut you. You're either getting cut, or you're getting cut. If you're connected to God, you might as well get used to a life of cutting. Somebody about to get your sleep back tonight. Because you thought he was just picking on you. The best thing God can do is pick on you. Oh my God. You don't want him to leave you alone. You don't want him to just let you make your own decisions. You don't want him to be concerned about you. The fact that he's cutting you means that he actually cares. Come on here. John 15.2 says he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. He cuts off the fruitless. He cuts off the fruitless. There's been many things in my life. That's been fruitless. I've had many things that were attached to me that were fruitless. Here's how I know if a branch is fruitless. When it looks the same this year that it looked last year. (laughs) If there is a habit or a relationship that yields the same result, it may be fruitless. Because anything that's not evolving is dying. Anything that's not growing, is shrinking. If it's not producing, it's depleting. And so sometimes there are fruitless things attached to me that I'm too busy to properly assess. And this is why we are taking 21 days to be lightheaded a little bit. To lose some pounds, both physically and spiritually. This is why we're waking up at 6 and praying every morning. Because I want to give God access to cut what's fruitless. That I may be going through the rhythm of my life and I haven't paused enough to properly assess what's on me or around me that's unproductive. And so fasting puts me in a mode of being yielded. And if there are attachments that are fruitless, God will cut it off. God will cut it off. God does the cutting. I just surrender. Now watch this. I'll be honest with you. I am okay with that most of the time. Most of the time. If I'm worshiping or I'm praying Melly, and God's like, that's fruitless, I'm like, do what you do. Cut it. That relationship's not helping. All right. This isn't changing. All right. I'm, that's okay. I get it. It ain't productive. Here's where I have a problem with. I'm just going to be transparent. You more saver than I am. I'm just going to be real up here. The problem that I have, this is where I get a little flustered. This is where sometimes I get a little agitated. This is where sometimes I'm just like, God, I don't understand. I get that he's cutting off the stuff that's fruitless. But why does he choose to also cut back the stuff that's actually fruitful. Man. I'm okay with the cut off. But why does he choose to also cut back? It's actually fun. <laughs> he not only cuts off, why would the gardener go messing? With stuff that's already working. See so some of y'all okay with him, you know, shifting a relationship that ain't working. But what happens when he got all his teeth? And God said that ain't the one. It's quiet on the left side. I ain't scared. What happens when instead of a pink slip, they give you a promotion? And God says to walk. What happens? What, what happens when what I'm doing is working? When I changed my major and now I'm on the dean's list and God said, nope, that still ain't it. What happens when God starts messing with something that appears to be functioning right? I can take Ben, him messing with things that are wrong. But what happens when God messes with things that seem right to me? I didn't know I had the Moors in here. I'm really about to preach now. What happens when God shows up and starts pointing out things that I like? Why cut it if it's already bearing fruit? Your Bible says in Genesis and in John. That you desire me to be fruitful. I'm being fruitful, ain't I, God? Why you messing with it? He says, because that was only half the instruction. (laughs) I don't just want you to be fruitful. I want you to be fruitful and multiply. Oh, snap. What if I told you, this ain't for everybody. What if I told you? That the things he's messing with that seem to be working, it's happening because he desires not just for it to work, but for it to multiply. Punch somebody in a kneecap and tell him he's after more fruit. He's after more fruit. So in order to get more fruit from you, he prunes you. I don't like prunes. I don't like prune juice. I don't like... He prunes you he prunes you not only does he cut off but he cuts back here's what pruning means I wanted to look it up so I went up here guessing this is what pruning means it's when a gardener analyzes the current state of a tree of a vine looks at it and discovers, hear me, things that are on it that's prohibiting it from maximizing on its potential. It's when the gardener has a level of wisdom and expertise that you don't. And said that even though it's a lot, I'm not after it just looking good. Oh, y'all not going to be honest up in here. We like attachments. I'd rather have somebody to hold me than have nobody to hold me. Come on here. I'd rather have one job than, come on here. I'd rather be doing something, staying busy than be in the will of God. I, I, I need attachments. I need attachments. And God says, I'm not after you just having things holding on to you. I'm after you multiplying so because he loves you so much he'll cut what you're unwilling to let go of ain't for everybody this next praise break is for me and my wife because we done been in some seasons where God started messing with some stuff started messing with some people started messing with some friendships that we thought we needed and God said no 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 you would have never let it go you would have never said enough is enough you would have never walked away you would have never retired you would have never resigned so I stepped in and cut back what you were unwilling to let go of Is anybody grateful for the God that not only opened doors, but the God that closed the wrong doors, that shifts the wrong relationships? The God who is after more, who's after more, who's after more. He cuts off what's not working, but he cuts back what is working. either you will be cut or you will be cut. The cutback is intrusive because this was prettier before I started messing with it. Uh 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 I I know sometimes when they come to our yard and start messing with trees that look good in one season, Uh that thing just start getting bare. That mud just be out there naked. Just... one little branch what you do that for he was clothed in splendor that tree wasn't bothering nobody but the gardener is not interested in this season oh that's why you crying cause you can only see this season that's why you begging them to come back cause you can only see this season but baby there's a season coming well, that tree is coming back stronger, better, wiser than ever before. I need you to give God a praise like you are about to multiply. He's about to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all. I cannot press down, shaking it together. And running over, I'm coming back with more. Somebody praise God. I need ten people in the baby. Gotta praise God like you about to come back with more joy, more peace, more power. Cut back for the come up. Cut back for the comeback. Listen, if you stay with a practice or a person that's in opposition to purpose, you are signing up for addition at best. I had to learn this. I had to learn this for one, one of my business partners. He wanted me to start making different kind of investments. This was years ago before everybody started traveling with cameras and stuff. And we were doing world tours and doing 15,000, 20,000, 50,000 arenas across the world and I remember I had his business partner I was telling him about it he was like no one's gonna believe that no one's gonna believe that you just did a concert with 800,000 people no one will believe that it sounds good no one will believe it you got to take cameras and I said cameras man we already paying the band we're already paying managers we already listen man we already paying a lot a camera person mean more money in the budget I gotta pay somebody else this is what the lesson he taught me he said I said, man, it's already crazy. We're already doing good. He said, it's not about what you're getting right now. It's about what you're missing out on by not having the proper investments. Because when people are able to see what God is actually doing, the money that you're investing now will show up in different ways. Oh, I don't know who I'm preaching to. You keep looking at what God's been taking as a loss. What if I told you it was just an investment? It was investment in the winter because when spring come, oh my God, you don't hear what I'm telling you. You don't hear what I'm telling you. God's path to multiplication is subtraction. So, because you're like me and you're a hoarder of seasons and a hoarder of comfort, and a hoarder of people. We've been together since the second grade. This gotta be the one. We done. I don't, man, I took her to meet my mama, dog. <laughs> so many of us are satisfied. You don't have to tell me, I can look at your IG stories. Uh-oh. So many of us are satisfied Uh-oh. with addiction. It's just a little more than 2021. My God. My God. My God. It's the same raggedy car. It's just better rims. It's a little more than last year. And we're okay with addition. And God's trying to sign us up for multiplication. You didn't what I just said. God's trying to sign you up. But God's way to multiplication is subtraction. And so I have started thanking God. For the cutbacks. I thank God. For the relational cutbacks. I thank God. Man a, a mentor once told me one time. <laughs> because, because I had this dream for a long time. That I was going to be doing some stuff. And he told me. He told me this line. And I want you guys to get it. Especially those with dreams. You can have a dream. And without wisdom you could be foolish on the way to the dream. This is what he told me. He said Travis there are seasons where you have to do what you hate. To create what you love And I just want to eradicate this false teaching that we just wait on God and be lazy while we're waiting. I we just wait on God and uh, it don't look like what he promised, so I ain't going to do nothing. You think Joseph's journey looked like the promise? But it was faithful in every season, because there are seasons when God will cut back. Can you handle the cutback? Can you still praise God when he's cutting back? Can you still show up when he's cutting back? Can, can you st- Do you still pray when you don't get your way? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't, I can't beat you to the altar when you need a miracle. <laughs> but what happens after the miracle? Man. Or what happens When it's a miracle that you don't want. Uh, God is raising up some mature, meat-eating believers who can leave the pacifier alone and start worshiping God in the cutback. Here's David. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth. When I'm pretty, I'll praise him. But when he starts cutting me back, He'll still find a praise from me because I have a revelation that if there's a cutback, that means the come up is on the horizon. Oh my god. If God is cutting it back, ooh, that means that there is something on the way that eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard. Baby, just don't leave me doing the cutback because you have no idea. When I come out of this, I'm gonna be carrying more than I does anybody know the come up is here. I'm done. So it's always a cutback before to come up, because God is not just after fruit; He's after multiplication. He says, "Be fruitful." Check. You've been fruitful. Congratulations. So and so multiply. And the only way to get more fruit is by pruning. The guy in the Bible that I love in Judges six, read it when you get home. It's a guy named Gideon. Gideon has a mega, mega, mega church. We're talking Elevation Potter's house, 32,000 people. I mean, this guy is rocking it. He's on TBN. He's all over the place, Gideon. He's just killing it. And God says, get up, get a mic in your hand, and tell the church to go home. I'm paraphrasing. Everybody leave but 300 people. Boy, that is, you talking about a cutback? Imagine 32,000 people except for 300 staying. 300. All the people he was counting on. You know how embarrassing that is? To have this big church. I mean, he got the biggest building in Columbia. He meeting at William Bryce Stadium to show up and only one section is there. We came to have church. We came to go to war. We got your back. Only three hundred. But the cutback was the will of God. I don't know who I came to preach to. I want to encourage you. Don't give up. I feel God in the cutback. Well, God, I've lost a lot. No, 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 no. In the kingdom, there are no losses. You've invested a lot. I want to change your speech. You sold a lot. You planted a lot of seed. But God, how did you talk? Why didn't this work out? God says I've been cutting back, Gideon, because I'm going to do more with three hundred than you could have done with thirty-two thousand. Because a little is a lot in the hand of the multiplier, and He used the cutback. For this man's come up. Trust God and to come up. Trust God and to come back. Last thing I'm gonna tell you in the Old Testament, the sign of covenant was circumcision. It says, By this I know that, that we're rocking. You wanna mind? God always cuts things that are in the way of productivity. He's not just after fruit. He's after multiplication. If God is bothering something, I'm trying to say it to you in the many different ways that I can to get in your heart. If he is messing with something, that's because he wants more from it. Oh, my God. If he's messing with something, he wants more from it. When God requires something, hear me, he's about to release something. When God requires something from your hand, he's about to release something from his hand. The worst thing you can do is hold on to what he's trying to cut back. I want to give you a moment. Right here, right here, right now, in a sober moment, would you just lift your hands to heaven as a sign of surrender and say, God, I invite you to cut whatever you want to. Handle whatever you want to. And you're right. I don't have the courage or the bravery to let it go. But God, you are the gardener. Cut it. The fruit of the Spirit is the proof of the Spirit. I want to announce over you that 2022 is a year of bigger. It's a year of more. It's a year of multiplication. That means you got to surrender to the cutback. Lord, prepare me to be a saint you pure and holy, tried and true, and with thanksgiving I'll be a living saint you Oh, I surrender all. Oh, I surrender. Oh, to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender everybody on your feet hands lifted sing I surrender whatever you're requiring oh I surrender to the my You. I live to worship you. I live, I live to worship you. (laughs) Whatever you want, however you want it. Come on, every voice. To worship you. To worship. On, invite them invite them in do what you want to to you I live come on to you, I live, I live. you. Yeah. come on that's it I see him the gardener is showing up let them cut you back for the come up towards. That's why I'm alive. to be to work. I live I to work. Come on, I feel hope rising. I feel joy rising. I feel strength rising. Real out. true. The, the cutback is uncomfortable. It doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem right. But the Bible says his ways woo, are not like our ways. His thoughts, as far as the heaven is from the earth, so the thoughts and the ways of God from ours. He knows what he's doing. your joy back. Come on, it's you and God. It's you and God. Don't don't worry about me. It's you and Jesus for a moment. Surrender, surrender. Give them everything. Give them everything. Give them everything. I give you God. I give you my desires. I give you my relationships. I, I give you my job. I give you my income. I give it all to I surrender. I put it all on the table. Whatever you want, God. Not my will. Whatever you want, not my will. Whatever you want, not my will. Woo! Not my will. Not my will. My storage is empty. My storage is empty. And I am available. Whatever you want from me. Woo! Come on, this is it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. As you release, he releases. As you release, he releases. As you release, He release. I'll say yes, Lord, yes To your will and to your way I'll say yes, Lord, yes I will trust you and obey When your Spirit speaks to me with my whole heart i'll agree and my answer will be yes oh oh, yes when your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart i'll learn and my answer will be yes oh And my answer will be yes, Lord. Yes. I'm about to walk off, but just just one moment. <clears throat> just a moment. I, I just feel that there is work that the gardener wants to do. And I just feel prophetically that this is an atmosphere, hear me, of exposure. And he's about to expose some things that he wants to cut back on. He cuts off what's unfruitful. He cuts back what is fruitful so that it can multiply. I didn't want the music loud in this moment, a sober moment. Just you, Ben, you're fine. I invite you to close your eyes, open your heart. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Whatever you want from me. It's hard, but I say yes. I wouldn't choose it, but I say yes. Whatever you want from me. Shh. Shh. Speak to my heart, Holy Spirit. Shh. Speak to my heart, Holy Spirit. Oh, he's doing work. <laughs> yeah, I see him. He's doing work. I see him. I see him. He's doing work. Cut back what I won't let go. Cut back my habits. I know that's how my family do it, but if it ain't you, cut it back. I know it makes a lot of money, but if it ain't you, cut it back. I give you all of me 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 I surrender all to you Everything I give to you withholding nothing <laughs> cut it back withholding nothing withholding nothing withholding <laughs> nothing hey you're in this room and you're far from this God we've been celebrating singing about speaking about But you felt a shift, you felt something in you change and you can't really explain it. That something has a name and his name is Jesus. And he is here for you today, right now. He desires your attention and your affection. You can't fix you. The gardener does that. But in this moment, I want to give you an invitation to give him your heart. For some of you, it will be the first time ever. For some of you, it will be the first time in a long time. No matter what your story is, you're here right now and you're saying, I've come to the end of myself and I'm ready for the beginning of a real relationship with the true vine. It's your moment. I'm going to count to three. Hands are going to go up in this room. If that's your story, be one of them. Don't leave this place the same. It's just you and God. Eyes are closed. Nobody's watching you. It's you and God. I'm going to count to three and you're saying, I want to give my heart to him for the first time for the first time in a long time I'm coming back to Jesus my life is not my own to you I belong I give myself away you're ready it's your moment one two three lift that hand real high I see you I see you I see you I see you heaven sees you heaven sees you I see you man of God I see you woman of God come on you are changed you are different hey keep the hand up for one moment I want you to repeat after me loud and proud father in jesus name i give you my heart i give you my mind all that i am belongs to you completely thank you for dying on the cross for my sins thank you for getting up so i don't have to stay down i receive you today as my lord and my savior i am changed i am different i accept the cutback for the come up in jesus name never the same amen give them a good praise come on church Hey, thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to commit your life to this Jesus that you've been hearing about, pray the simple prayer with me. God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you got up so that I don't have to stay down. Come into my heart. Change me forever from the inside out. I'm saved. I am different. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed this prayer for the first time or even if you rededicated your life today, I'm so proud of you. And you're not alone. Go now to forwardcity.tv slash brand new. We'd love to hear from you. Remember that in Christ, your past is going. Your future is waiting. So move forward. Love you.